Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. episode um <laughs> done it again i don't know what episode this is i am scott gibson this is the scott gibson show who else who else would i be at this moment in time is the question he asks you huh i am not an impersonator i am myself what what am i looking for here i'm looking for a podcast app which you should all be going to uh spotify apple Podcasts, however you've Fucking listen to this nonsense, and we want to click on the Scott Gibson show, and it's episode seventy-eight. Of course, as it's episode seventy-eight, make sure the phone's off so it doesn't start vibrating. Why don't I just write the fucking numbers down? Why don't I just write somewhere in this goddamn office studio? Why don't I just write the number down so I know what episode I'm on? I do not know. But it's episode 78 of the Scott Gibson Show. Uh, how are we? Safe and well, I hope. Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about. It has felt as though, I'm going to be honest with you, last couple of weeks have been a bit of a struggle. Uh, I don't know if you can tell, uh, listening back to them. Not my finest work. And it's it's felt like it's felt like a struggle, man. When I'm sitting thinking about what I'm going to rabble on for, uh, for an hour or so. Uh, dominated, obviously, by the death of uh, uh, the prince. And then, as if the the world press have been holding 
a tsunami of news stories back on us. This, the past week, in the name of God, we've had some of the finest news stories uh, you'll probably likely see in the, in the developed West. We've, we've flown a drone on Mars. I say we. I mean, I had absolutely fuck all to do with it. They've flown a drone on Mars. <laughs> Nobody cares. We'll talk about that in a minute. Super League, uh, you know, we've got fucking cake walls, uh, cuff buttons, uh, Cyril. Cyril? Colin. Who the fuck's Cyril? There's another one. Cuff button Colin. It's, it's all kicking off. Um, all of which will be discussed on episode 78. I really need to start writing these down. Anyway, hope you're safe and well. Um, we are a couple of steps behind in Scotland compared to the rest of the UK when it comes to the uh, COVID reductions. You'll be pleased to hear that we will be back fighting in the streets very soon. Um, updates from our fearless leader, Nicola Sturgeon, who who knows what the outcome is going to be in May. Uh, those of you who are listening south of the border or across the globe um, will know that we have the Scottish elections coming up, I think, 5th or 6th of May. Uh, every day I am getting uh, another shite leaflet through the door from a uh, prospecting uh, party. Um, for the fu- Here's the thing, right? I have voted SNP since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, but since I have been voting... Um, since I've been able to vote, every vote I've ever cast is for the SNP. Um, politics has always been a difficult thing to discuss, and I th- again, I think it's been difficult to discuss in the last couple of years because we are forever moving uh, further, further away from the distant ability to have a structured conversation. Um, we now will cut people off from our physically remove people from our lives. If they vote against a political party we do not agree with, even though many of us know fuck all about politics or what any of the parties actually stand for, we will happily remove... You voted Tory, you fucking bastard! You know what they did to Wayne? They took the milk off them. Not a fucking clue. Now that I'm saying I'm voting Tory, I don't have the money to vote Tory. But hey, I imagine I will remain SNP, but... um. Normally, when I gleefully step into a voting booth and put my confident tick next to the SNP candidate, this time I may uh, begrudgingly meander into the polling booth and very lightly scribble a line next to the SNP candidate because I'm not happy. I'm not happy, you know? Yes, this last year has been... Difficult in all of us. Um, do I think that we have handled things better than others? Possibly yes. Do I think we've handled things worse than others? 100% yes. Um, has there been a dramatic change in Scotland over recent years? Absolutely not. Is the country still fucked? I would say yes. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. The, the problem is the SNP is like Celtic. Five, six years ago, there is no opposition. There's nothing. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. People will say stupid things like, why don't you vote Greens? Why don't you fucking... I was going to say, kill yourself, but let's just read it in a bit, Gibble. Let's just calm down. It's a bit early to get angry. I mean, voting for the Greens, you know, is, is basically just you saying, listen, I don't really take this serious. I'm having a laugh. 
but I don't have the social skills or the confidence to tell people that I don't vote, so I'm voting for the Greens. Nana. Also, the amount of fucking posters that I've seen out on people's windows through Edinburgh as well. Vote Green. It's not very uh, environmentally friendly. Is that a good message to be sending for the Green Party? Fucking sending thousands and thousands of leaflets and flyers through the door. I mean, how many trees are killed for that? Anyway, um, I don't know how you're going to vote. I imagine the SNP will get back in. Um, is there going to be any dramatic change in Scotland? Again, probably not. You know, probably not. Um, I really do feel as if everything sways on independence. I think it's the only way that we're going to see any kind of real change is if we are a completely independent country. And it's, it's hard, man, because after, honestly, after, it felt as if before COVID there was a real surge again. Especially everything that's going on with Brexit, Boris muscling his way in, the way in which the Tory party conduct themselves, I think there was a real push towards independence, finally getting it in this country. And I honestly believe that everything that's happened in the last 14 plus months with regards to COVID has completely fucked any chance of independence. Now, I know there will be a number of polls and there's a number of stats that have came out actually quite recently to suggest that that's not the case and that independence is still at the four minds of a lot of people and it's still pushing ahead and there's still a, a huge wave for it. I am part of that wave. But I think the feeling right now is just not the time to, to even make a move on that. So, I don't know. How did we get talking about this, Gibble? I don't know. Because I'm about to talk about fucking Scotland's uh, COVID restrictions. I'm talking to myself now. Uh, hospitality, gyms and shops are reopened from Monday. Believe it or not. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Shops open again. Gyms. Pubs. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be... It's going to be messy. It's going to be messy. I have... Think of COVID restrictions in England as like a, a, a magic eight ball, as an, a little insight into the future because that is what's happening, right? We're, don't think for a minute that we're going to open up all the pubs in Scotland, all the gyms, you know, all the shops, and we're all going to be up here north of the border like fucking Kumbaya, my lord, Kumbaya, sitting round, holding each other's hands, fucking passing pints to each other, cheersing, I'm on in Scotland, fucking, here we go, we're going to the Euros. None of that, it's going to be mass fights, brawls and stabbings. And bring it on, eh? Bring it on. It's been too long and it's been too quiet. If I was a Polish, I'd be getting a holiday booked in for this fucking coming week. But another thing, they bastards have been sitting there asking fuck all, so it's about time they have to go and split up a few thousand bar fights in fucking castle milk. Why do I, keep, I always keep saying castle milk as if it's a fucking shithole of all shitholes? It's not. I apologise to the people at castle milk. I've not been back in a long time. Used to go to the swimming baths there when I was wee. Uh, I don't remember much. I remember a, a pool. There was a, 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 a kind of small pool, a puddle, if you will, between the changing rooms and the uh, the pool area where you, for some reason, you had to wet your feet. Um, 
for, to this day, I don't know why. And there was all sorts in that wee puddle. Uh, last of plus, bits of skin. Uh, sometimes I fagged out, you know. Easily done, uh, you know. Broken home, young father. Uh, only gets to see his kid on a Sunday. Uh, you know, he's, he's stressed. He's got to go and see his other six kids in the space of a four-hour period. He doesn't know how he can juggle it, you know. He's got a, a couple of grammy drop off. He's dry clean to pick up. Hey, he's a busy man, but he's trying to be a father, you know. And he's taking the youngest one swimming, and he's uh, he's just about to hit the pool, and he's realised he's still got a fag in the go. So he's had to put that out in the puddle, and then uh, wipe his feet and pop through. I d- again, I don't know what that puddle was for, but you had to you had to wet your feet before you were allowed to get your body wet for some reason. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. But uh, good people, Casmok. I apologise for my constant uh, abuse of your 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 town. Um, I imagine you have prospered in the years uh, 30 gone since I was last uh, there. I should return. I should do a gig there. I should do a benefit. I should do a benefit gig. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, First Minister Nicola Sturgeon has confirmed the most significant stage in Scotland's lockdown. Uh, easing will go ahead as planned on Monday. The biggest change since the country went into lockdown on Boxing Day will include the reopening of hospitality gyms and non-essential shops. So that will be on Monday. Oh, fuck knows. Who knows? Uh, the biggest changes since country, right, 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 non-essential travel with England, Wales and Northern Ireland will also be allowed for the first time this year. Mainland Scotland will move down from level four to level three restrictions. Um, Ms Sturgeon said that if the data continues to improve, the whole of Scotland will move to level two on the 17th of May. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Who knows? Moving to level 3 and then we're going to level 2 on May the 17th. What does that mean? This would allow people to meet indoors in small numbers and see a further easing of hospitality. Ah, so that's level 2. First Minister said she'd hoped that the country would move to level 1 on June 7th and then to level 0 later in the month of June. Ba, ba, da, ba. So that means come July, we could all be fucking back, back again. Back strong. Back once again. Like a renegade master. We could be having a fucking 60-man gangbang in a pub whilst drinking a pint. Oh, we air conditioning and somebody whopping out in the corner. God, what a tell you about life, huh? Summertime as well, man. That's, you know what, that, that's... And here's, here's the thing about all this situation. Once we are out of this... See, once we're in, like, September... Once we've had two months of normal life back under our belt all of this will be forgotten about you know that's how fickle it is in years to come we'll look back in this time and we'll laugh (laughs) we'll laugh about how we believed half the shit you know how we fucking remember that remember that year and a bit when we just sat in the house because we believed everything the government told us aye 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 remember that aye Remember that? Remember that one of your pals got COVID? Aye, 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 aye. You still sat in the house? Aye, aye, I remember that. Aye. Got the jag, aye. Two jags, yeah. Third jag, follow up, possibly, as they're discussing. Yeah. Oh, I got three jags, aye. Got three jags, aye, aye. We'll laugh about it, man. But uh, listen, whatever happens, to, I, I don't give a fuck. I just want us to get back to normal life again. Uh, Miss Sturgeon went on to say hopefully much more like normal life will return to Scotland in July we are hopeful, very hopeful she says of seeing sustained progress in the weeks and months ahead 
Uh, however, Miss Sturgeon warned that travel restrictions between parts of Scotland and other parts of the U UK could be introduced to deal with local outbreaks. She also announced that from Monday, lateral flow tests would be available to anyone in the country the kits are ordered online or picked up at a testing centre in the afternoon or the early evening. Quarantine rules. Uh, Miss Sturgeon encouraged everyone to take advantage of the offer, especially those planning to visit the Scottish Isles. Uh, those intended to travel are urged to take two tests, one three days before and one on the day. If a positive... Ah, oh, fucking who cares about this? This is just... If you're going to be travelling, you can get these tests done. Um, when Scotland moves down to level three on Monday, it'll be possible for... Here we go, right? Here's what's happening come Monday. Up to six people for two households to socialise indoors in a public place such as a cafe or restaurant. Unrestricted travel within Scotland, England and Wales and Northern Ireland. Uh, all shops, stores and close contact services like nail bars to open. Come on! That would be music to your ears. You can treat yourself, boys. Go for a pamper day. Get your hair done. Get your nails done. Get your boys waxed. Delightful. From Monday. You'll become Monday night. You'll be like a fucking new man. Uh, here we go. Hospitality venues like cafes, pubs and restaurants to open until 8pm indoors, uh, but without alcohol, because as we know, uh, from 8.01, if you've got a bad venue, COVID will strike. Are we still keeping up this fucking nonsense? You can't, have, you can't have a drink after 8 o'clock at night. In case COVID gets you. The, these, are the, these are the things, right? If there, See if there is any... See if there's going to be like a new political party in Scotland. This is the time for them to fucking... See if there's like... Just call yourself the normal party. The people's party. The people's democratic party of normalness. You mad bastard. What are you running on? A four day week... You can the pubs are open twenty four hours and you can get bevied as much as you want. This is what we're going to go back to. This is going to be the thing moving forward. They're going to they're going to take little bits for COVID that they like and they're going to pepper that about your fucking day to day life. They're going to be further on top of your travel restrictions. It's going to be harder to travel and then things like this, especially in Scotland. Where where here's here's the problem that we have: the government in Scotland and the rest of the fucking UK. They all have this idea that everybody in Scotland's a fucking mad pisshead. Now, we do ourselves no favours by happily fucking presenting that image to the world, but it's not the case. It's not the case. Scotland is no different than any other part of the UK. It is no different than any major cities across Europe. People here are fucking skint. People here are fucking depressed. People here work shit jobs that they do not like for cunts that they cannot stand but cannot kill so they take their shit wages, they come home with their shit house and they watch their shit telly and then every now and again on a Friday and Saturday night they go and get fucked out of their skull and they try and forget about the life that they have. No different than any other fucking country across Europe but for some reason the government here thinks that we're all fucking mad alkies. So everything is pressed down upon us you can't drink after 8 o'clock because COVID will get them. And then after COVID's done and everybody comes out and goes, listen, it's safety, fucking take your mask off and you can smell farts again in public, you're going to be okay. They'll just keep the restrictions. You're going to be sitting in a pub five past eight, you know, in the middle of fucking May, the year 2026, 
They're like, I can't save you, mate. It's, uh, it's the restrictions now. You know, it's for your own health and safety. It's for your own health and safety, mate. If you have a pint after eight o'clock, you might fall and die and get hit by a fucking electric taxi. It's for your own safety. Watch out for this. This is what's going to happen. They're going to take little elements of what has been given as these restrictions and we're going to feed them into day-to-day life. Some restrictions will benefit. Some restrictions uh, I agree with. I understand. I, I am not uh, against this, the, the idea of expanding track and trace. I'm not against that. I'm not against the idea of, you know, vaccination passports or ID passports, whatever you want to call it. I'm not really against that idea. I am against the idea of fucking getting a bevy at half past nine on a Wednesday night. Anyway, election's coming up. So if the Green Party are saying you can get a bevy at 10 o'clock, I'm voting Green. That's how I'm doing it. Right, let's look at the the carry on with Mars. I have not... I've not really looked at it too much. I've also not really been that bothered about it. I don't know if I've been uh, consumed by the uh, the news of the Super League and uh, Cuthbert, you know, R.I.P. Cuthbert, if he's alive or dead. Uh, this this kind of felt as if it came and went. It also feels as if, I, I don't know, are people that excited by Mars? I don't know anyone who was alive uh, for the moon landing. Or maybe I do. Uh, but no, nobody I know... Like, talks about the moon landing. Why would you? What are you talking about, Gibble? Listen, at the time of the moon landing, I imagine it was all, in the name of fuck, we're going to the moon. What next? Right, exciting. Right, people are like, oh my God, they're on the moon, man, that's pure amazing. Whereas now, when when NASA says things, or oh, when anyone, you know, fucking Ephron Musket or whoever's trying to get into space, uh, Richard Branson, when anybody says, we're going to Mars, I'm not, I, I'm not really that bored. I, I, I don't know what that noise was. I don't, I don't really give a fuck. Would I go to the moon? Yes. Would I go to Mars? Probably not. I don't know why. Uh, you know, maybe it's just no package the same way. It's not, it's not sold to me. It's maybe, maybe Mars needs a, a different marketing twist. The moon, I'm excited by. The Mars, I, 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 no bothered. You know, so when news came out about... Uh, NASA apparently making history um, by uh, successfully flying their first ever aircraft on Mars. Now, can we say that again, with most things from America, they are stretching the term aircraft. It's effectively a drone with a fucking silver uh, foil shoebox stuck to the bottom of it, right? That's pretty much it. Um, so, again, was when I heard this, was I excited? Ah, not really. Not really. But it's got some. Uh, it's got some people very excited. Uh, this article from uh, uh, Julia Bannum uh, has said NASA uh, just made history after successfully flying the first ever aircraft on Mars. Again, aircraft, bit of a stretch. Uh, the craft name Ingenuity was reportedly airborne for under a minute. What? I could blow a Malteser in the air for longer than a minute. Guaranteed. I'm not on a fucking, uh, you know, a planet 60 million light years away, or however far it is. Uh, the feat marks the very first powered controlled flight by an aircraft on a planet other than our own. Confirmation was given to the team back on Earth via satellite 
Um, with tweeted footage showing the NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory uh, team erupting with applause. Good for them. Following the news of the extraordinary success, Mars Helicopter Project Manager Mimi Ang thanked the team for the hard work, uh, remarking, "We've been taking, we've been talking for so long about a Wright Brothers moment, and here it is." Okay. Uh, incredible images to the red planet show the little helicopter casting a shadow on the surface of Mars. Going forward, Ingenuity will now be given commands to fly higher and for greater distances. I mean, I would fucking hope so. If we're going to the effort of sending up a drone to Mars for the fucking thing to fly for less than a minute, I would hope that we're going to try and go further and higher than that. In the name of fucking God. Do you, know, do you know what this feels like? This feels like, listen, I know I know, I am not an astronaut. I know I'm never going to go into space. I know I'm never going to understand what it takes to go to space. But this, all this with NASA, right? This feels like when a child brings you a drone. You know the drone's shite. You know it isn't exciting. But you've got to pretend it's, oh my God, is that for me? Did you draw that, you little special bastard? Did you just put paint in your fucking face and smash it off the paper? Because that's terrible. You've got to pretend you're excited. And this feels like that. This feels like NASA is telling us we've just flown an unmanned spacecraft on Mars. And we're like, nobody gives a fuck. Yay. Oh my God, did you fly a wee spacecraft? Well, what happened when we put a wee spacecraft up into the air in Mars, and it flew for almost one minute. <laughs> almost a minute. Wow, aren't you really clever? What, what are you going to do now? We're going to try and make it fly for higher, and make it fly for longer. Okay, you run along and do that, you fucking moron. Meanwhile, Ephron Musk is like, I'm going to launch electric cars in this. Five years, you'll all be going to a fucking space hotel, man. Get a grip, NASA. None of us are going to know. You know, t- tell us a story. None of us will know. We don't know if you're lying. We're fucking years away. We're, we're, you know, decades down the line since the moon landed. We still don't even know if it's real. Some cunts are walking about getting punched in the face off Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> People are getting punched by Buzz Aldrin thinking he's Buzz Lightyear. We don't even know if the man fucking walked in the moon. You could fly a drone... And you could just, you know, you could be a, a McDonald's wrapper up there you are, and then name a fuck, we found a McDonald's wrapper in Mars. You could do anything. You know, I imagine you've got Photoshop. They they have a live footage back. You know, have the have the thing flying over, and in the distance we just see like a Russian flag on Mars. Make us all shite ourselves. Tell an exciting story. Don't just build up all our attention going. You will not believe this. We have successfully flown an unmanned aircraft on another planet for the first time in history. Right, okay, that's quite exciting, right? So, you know, t- tell me about this aircraft. Well, it's about the size of a dinner plate and it has an electric uh, tinfoil shoebox attached to the bottom of it. I'm dramatically losing interest and it flew for, wait for it, 42 seconds. Next! Just make it a bit more exciting. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it's hoped that history-making uh, demonstration may eventually transform uh, how distant planets are explored. And there are some truly astonishing things in the pipeline. 
An approved helicopter mission to Titan. Uh, Saturn's largest moon is expected to see an arrival at Titan at some point in the mid-2030s. Again, who cares? Uh, a very big congratulations to all those involved. Blah, 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 says this article. Not I. Fair play to you, NASA. Uh, you're, you're slipping out of the, the minds of people. You know, you've now got independently wealthy nutters who have they've bought everything. You know, they've they've bought every company, they've bought uh, massive houses, every car possible. Some of them are even inventing their own cars. That's how fucking rich and bored they are. They've bought women, they've bought men, they've bought children, they've bought an island, they've released all those men, women and children on that island and they've fucked those people to death and now they're bored and they're flying out of space. So watch out, NASA, because Ephron Musket and his crazy gang of billionaires are coming for you. And I guarantee you this... If Musket was to fucking send back images of flying a Tesla fucking spaceship on Mars, he'd make it a little bit more exciting than the shit you're sending. So NASA, if you want my advice, and I'm sure you do, up your game a wee bit. Alright? Up it a wee bit. Go back and watch some classic movies. You know? Independence Day. What was the one with Bruce Willis when he was fucking, you know, drilling on, on, on a fucking rocket ship? What was that one? What is that called? God knows. Um, Stephen Tyler sang the fucking. What was that film? What was that film called? Last Last Driller in Space. Last Drilling in Space. Fuck it, that's what we're going with. Bruce Willis stars in Last Drilling in Space. You know what I'm talking about. What is the name of that film? No, I need to Google it. No, I need to Google it because I can't remember because the internet's warped my mind. What do we Google? Uh, Bruce Willis space <laughs> space movie space movie. Fuck it, that's what we're googling. We're googling Bruce Willis space movie, and what comes up? Armageddon. There you fucking go, eh? I don't even need to have knowledge anymore. I don't even need to have the ability to to put together a proper sentence in the Queen's English. All I need to do to find an answer is punch into Google Bruce Willis Space Movie and it knows that I mean Armageddon. So there you go. So NASA, sit down, get the popcorn on, watch Armageddon and then think about how you can spice up your movies because they're fucking boring. It's time to talk about something that has gripped the nation. Uh, it's, it's had everything. It's had drama. It's had, uh, you know, a high-end court case. It's, uh, this, my, my missus is a fan of true crime. As most women are, for some reason. And uh, recently she got picked for jury duty, but never made it to jury duty, if that makes sense. I have never been selected. Uh, I operate off the grid. The government is not aware of my movements. Um... And obviously, as a fan of true crime, she's like, oh, I hope I get something juicy. I hope it's like a murder and like a family's involved and there's like 50 people dead and then like the guy ate somebody and like somebody was found inside his bum and it was like a human finger and the finger belonged to somebody who died like years ago and it's still connected and it lasts forever and it's pure amazing. And that's what people want. If you think, I imagine if you're going to go to jury duty, you want something like the OJ case or fucking uh, Crazy Legs. What's his name? Fucking, uh, I need a shit. Who's that <laughs> Fucking hell! 
what's happening with my mind today that I cannot, th- I cannot think of. Bruce Phil- uh, Willis films are famous uh, disabled uh, murderers. What's the guy's name? He's uh, South African. Crazy Legs, Blade Runner, Oscar Pistorius. Oscar Pistorius. That's the cases you want. Because then you're on the jury for fucking months, if not years. you imagine being a juror on the O.G. Simpson trial? Oh, my God. That'd have been fucking brilliant. Imagine being stuck in a shitty job and you say to your boss, Gaffer, I've, I've got jury duty. Oh, fuck, right, okay. And then you go to the case and they're like, you're going to be here for years. You're like, jackpot. Anyway, never got it, right? But if you were going to get a case, I imagine this is one of the cases that you would want. And it is a, it's news that has affected us all. Every, every single person uh, in this country will have an opinion on this. And uh, I imagine there'll be people who are on, you know, other sides of the wall. And it's uh, never, never, never has a, a, a news story rocked the country to its core as much as this. And it is, of course, uh, Aldi versus Marx or indeed Cuthbert versus Colin. Now, I'm going to say this straight off the bat. I have sampled a Colin Caterpillar in the past. Of course we have. Of course we have. We all have. Hockey, we all have. I do not think I've, uh, I've sampled a Cuthbert. Uh, I also don't think I've sampled uh, a Cecil, which I believe is Sainsbury's one. I do believe I've sampled a Clyde, which is Asda's Caterpillar, uh, and I have not sampled a Waitrose one. And can I just say, the lazy fucking bastards at Waitrose, the high-end, hipster, snooty, middle-class cunts, they don't even give their Caterpillar a name. They just call it a Caterpillar cake. You fucking pathetic, soulless bastards. Give them a fucking name. So it's Cuthbert versus Colin. Marks and Sparks, the uh, rat bastards that they are, uh, or as Aldi referred to them, Marks and Snitches, um, is uh, suing the fuckers, suing Aldi. And it's uh, it's all got a little bit out of hand. I thought it was a laugh at first, uh, but it appears it's serious. I still cannot understand why Marks and Spencer appear to not be going after any other supermarkets, considering that every single one of them has their own version of a caterpillar cake, um, now they're only going after Aldi. Now, could it be, could it be that Aldi has recently been named the uh, cheapest and best supermarket in the UK? Could that be the reason? Could it be that Marks and Spencer's business model is going down the pan quicker than a £3 vindaloo? Could that be the case? Could it be that Man- Manchester United, we're going to talk about it in a minute, Marks and Spencer's business stakeholders are at their wits end because the non-food side is failing and the food side now also appears to be failing. And it's also the fact that Aldi, believe it or not, whether you want to accept this as fact, because I know it's fact, because I have spoken to people who work for Aldi. Marks and Spencers. They have a number of suppliers that in the past were um, suppliers only for Marks and Spencers. I believe there was a court case a few years ago in which their meat production side uh, wanted to involve other suppliers because the demand from Marks and Spencers wasn't high enough to sustain their business model. So now, if you buy a steak from Marks and Spencers, if you buy sausages 
from Marks and Spencers. That is the exact same meat supplier in Scotland that supplies Aldi. So a steak, a rump steak, a fillet steak, a sirloin steak, dare I say it, a cowboy steak, that you buy in Marks and Spencers is the exact same steak that you buy in Aldi. The exact same. It's for the same cow, it's for the same farmer. The same farmer dragged that terrified animal into the slaughterhouse, cut its throat and chopped it up the exact same for a drastically different price. And could it be the case that, I understand as well, there are fruit and veg suppliers that are shared by Marks and Spencers in Aldi. So could it be that Marks and Spencers feels completely undermined by Aldi because they're able to take the same products and sell it for a far less price and more people now are shopping there that Marks and Spencers went, right you bastards, see that Cuthbert? He's fucked, we're taking him to court. Now, the other side of that coin is there are people who are doing the whole bang the drum, oh poor me, fucking woe with me, poverty's terrible. I saw someone on the BBC, of course the fucking BBC, being interviewed uh, saying, well, maybe that Marks and Spencers need to just take a grip because what Aldi has done is they have given us a cake that normal people can afford to have for their children's parties. Get a fucking grip, you arse bandit. Because the cake out of Marks and Spencers is seven quid, right? And it's a fiver out of Aldi, okay, it's £2, so if there's a big difference of fucking £2 for a kid's birthday party, have a fucking word with yourself, maybe don't buy a 20 deck this week, or fucking 24 cans, and buy the way a decent cake, so let's not go down that road, but let, you know what, see we're on it, let's also address the fact this, see a call on the caterpillar cake, it is fucking shite, there, I said it, it's a shite cake, made for ball bags, and it tastes like arse, alright, it's dry, it's effectively a big Swiss roll with chocolate on top of it. That's it. You'd be better buying the fucking 13 pence Tesco value Swiss roll, the wee shitty one that comes in a packet, and then spicing it up a bit. You'd be better doing that. A call on the caterpillar cake is dry as fuck. Not even half a litre of double creams doing anything for it. It is horrendous. Does it take away from the fact that Wayne's want it? I'm not going to deny I'd love a slice of it right now. But can we all just agree, wherever you get it from, whatever it's called, Con, Cuthbert, Cecil, Clyde, fucking, you know, Jimmy the Wonder Horse, whatever it's called, it is a shite, dry Swiss roll. I said it, and I stand by it. Right, this article is from a good friend at the Metro, uh, James Hockaday, uh, a name who is familiar to us. Uh, Aldi's taken a twist in the story. Um... You can't actually buy Cuthbert anymore in the shops. I don't know if it was a limited edition run um, or if they've removed it from production. They, there's obviously talks now of bringing it back. Aldi's new move is they want to bring it back and use the profits from its sales to be given to charity. And they have, again, through the power of social media, they have, uh, apparently, they've tweeted uh, Marks and Spencers because that's how we seem to do things now in the business sphere. We put it on Twitter instead of having an actual written contract, like the good old days. Aldi said, uh, can Colin and Cuthbert be besties? We're bringing back a limited edition Cuthbert, and we want to donate profits to cancer charities. Now, what Aldi has done here, I don't know the legal ramifications of this. I don't know if Aldi are in soapy water, because they've got a fucking Cuthbert the Caterpillar cake. I don't know. 
The problem maybe comes from not the name. It's the fact that other supermarkets have made a very slight attempt to make the cake different in some way. Instead of having eight buttons on top, maybe they've got ten. Or maybe they've got sprinkles. Or maybe it's got different colour feet. They have tried in some way to alter the fact that they've just copied somebody else's cake. Okay, at least they've tried. Not Aldi, not at all. They have just got the exact same fucking cake. It's the same number of edges, it's the same coloured face, it's the same fucking cake. They don't care, they don't care, right? So, maybe, even though fighting over cakes is a joke, maybe there is some legal ramifications there. So, what they've done, in a dramatic PR stunt, instead of trying to go through the legal process, which I imagine they will have to do anyway, they've flung a curveball in there and they've said, listen, let's be pals and let's give money to charity. And not only charity... Cancer charities, because nobody can say no to a cancer charity. What's Barson Spencer going to turn and do? Absolutely bloody not. We will see you in court, because then it's just spun as, well, Marks and Spencer's don't give a fuck about folk with cancer. So is this a, a shrewd move by Aldi? Have they managed to avoid a costly legal process in order to sell some cakes for cancer? Aldi has made a bold move. The article starts uh, of reintroducing its controversial, controversial, cuff button caterpillar cake. Do you know what was controversial? The fucking bedroom tax. That was controversial. Right? America's immigration policy. Controversial. The way in which the Windrush generation were treated in this country. Controversial. Do you know what's no controversial? Bringing back a fucking caterpillar cake. But according to British media, controversial. Uh, bringing back the caterpillar despite an ongoing legal battle with Marks and Spencers. The budget supermarket says it's taking a... St- and also, can we just... I know I'm interrupting myself here. I'm heckling myself. Can we step away from this idea that Aldi and Lidl are budget? Because, you know, I don't know if you've noticed, it's slowly starting to... You know, there used to be a time not that long ago, yes, before COVID, when life was wonderful and gay, you could go into Aldi with a fucking £5 note and you could stock your shelves and your fridge for about three and a half months. Now, uh, you know, hey, I tell you this, Aldi and Lidl, they're, they're about the same price as Asda. Right? And we all know Asda is the, of the supermarket giants, of which you have Tesco, Sainsbury's and Asda. Those are your three big boys, right? Everyone knows Tesco is the scum shop. Tesco is the bottom bottom rung of the ladder. That's the that's the scum. Right? I'm not saying you're a scumbag if you shop at Asda. Uh, did I say Tesco? It's Asda. I'm not saying you're a scumbag if you shop at Asda. I'm not saying that you are in some way a scumbag because you shop at Asda. All I'm saying is when you're in Asda doing your shopping, you will be surrounded by scumbags. It's as simple as that. Sainsbury's and Tesco probably sit neck and neck. It's a it's a different branch. Uh, people who shop in Sainsbury's are probably Marks and Spencers and Waitrose shoppers that have suffered a setback financially and have to take the one rung down. And uh, Tesco just welcomes everybody in, you know. But Aldi and Lidl, they're, they're creeping up, man. They're creeping up. I wouldn't refer to them as budget anymore. 
Also, budget's used in a derogatory way. It's not. It's not used budget as in like you know. It's 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 good for you guys, or it's, it's used as if like you know oh, you should be you're shopping a little. You should be ashamed. It wasn't that long ago. You, people were embarrassed if you said you shopped at Lidl or Aldi. Look at us now. A fucking court case for a car park cake. Uh, budget supermarket uh, says it is taking a stand against caterpillar cruelty, and is bringing back a limited edition of the sweet treat for a good cause. Not only will profits go to its charity partner, Teenage Cancer Trust, they will also be shared with Macmillan Cancer Support, a partner of Marks & Spencer's. Marks & Spencer's has logged an intellectual property claim with the High Court, claiming Cuthbert looks far too similar to Colin the Caterpillar Cake. It does. Now, whether you think this is stupid or no, it's the same fucking cake. It looks too similar. It does they look similar. It's the same fucking cake. And I wouldn't be surprised... If it comes from the same factory, it's just put in a different box. That's the end of the line. One goes one way into a Marks and Sparks box, and one goes another way into a fucking Aldi box. That's it. I imagine if it comes off the production line, pristine, impact, perfect, that's the most beautiful caterpillar I've ever seen. Marks and Spencers. If it comes off the line looking a little bit retarded, maybe one eye's wonky, one foot's bigger than the other, like a fucking raggy doll. Boom. Aldi. I imagine that's how you do it. Uh, it claimed Aldi has been allowed to ride on the coattails of its reputation and wants its rival to take its product off the shelf. Cuthbert has been available for sale since February, but as the eyes of the nation were fixed on his plight, Aldi felt empowered to bring him back. Uh, sorry, Cuthbert hasn't been available for sale since February, but Aldi felt uh, it's important to bring him back. Making the announcement on Twitter, Aldi said... As I've just read out, Mark Spencer's can call and cuff the besties, bring her back, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the German owned chain is calling on the supermarkets to raise money for charity, blah, 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 blah. Over the weekend, Aldi thanked Cuthbert's counterparts uh, from Tesco, Asda, Waitrose, Morrison, and Sainsbury's for their support. Hold on. Right, I'll go back to that. Uh, a spokesperson for the chain said, Cuthbert has lots of Caterpillar friends at other supermarkets, including Curly, don't know where he is, Clyde, as has the Cecil, I think is Sainsbury's, uh, and Morrison's uh, has Wiggles. So Morrison's, have, at least they're the only one that have gone off track. <laughs> what the fuck are the guys at Morrison smoking? <laughs> Right, we've got a caterpillar cake because we want to just be like all the other supermarkets. So what are we going to call it? Well, what are the other ones called? Cuthbert, Cecil, Clyde, Colin. How about Wiggles? <laughs> I think we should stick with a C. No, this makes us completely different. Wiggles the caterpillar. Oh, good luck for you, Morrison Wiggles. Uh, he's also played by the rules and is grateful for the support he's received from Aldi customers. Supermarket went on a spree of sassy response data. We've all seen these, we've all seen these comments. Um, Marks and Spencer's first created the Caterpillar cake in 1990 and has gone on to sell more than 15 million. Bloody hell. Colin's appearances have remained substantially un unchanged since 2004, except for some adaptations for Christmas and Halloween. The range has also been expanded to include an extra large version. Hello, a mini version, not now, and Colin's girlfriend, Connie the Caterpillar. 
What about a non-binary caterpillar? Uh, M&S spokesperson said, because we know the M&S brand is special to our customers, they expect only the very best from us. Love and care goes into every M&S product. So we want to protect Colin, Connie, and our reputation for fairness, quality, innovation kept fucked. So, um, partly Martin Spencer's replied to Aldi's tweet again, as it seems to be the, the new thing in, in the world of business, uh, about the charity, and they've said, Hey Aldi, we love a charity idea. Uh, Colin's been a big fundraiser for years. Dig, dig. Uh, we just want you to use your own character. How about Kevin the Carrot Cake? That idea's on us, and we promise we won't do Keith. I mean, Keith the Carrot Cake just sounds shite anyway, Marks and Spencers. This is the thing. Marks and Spencers is... You know, they're, 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 they're uppity. They're middle class. They're fucking... Uh, you know, they're, they're, bar they're old-fashioned barber jackets and polo. That's Marks and Spencers. Even if the reality of a Marks and Spencer shopper is a third-rate Coke dealer that drives a shite Audi, that's what the actual Marks and Spencers customer is. But in their hearts, they believe they are like fucking Ralph Lauren and they think they're one below Fortin and Mason. That's what Marks and Spencers think. But they're no. They're footballers-wise, Botox, fake tits, shit Audis. That's Marks and Spencers. So if you're going to try and play the kind of cool kids, the youngsters at the same game by hitting it with shit tweets, go high or go low. The, the response from Marks and Spencers to Aldi saying, why don't we do a cake and why can't they be friends and let's raise money for charity? Their response should have been, go high, as in speak to your lawyers, or go low, as in, Get fucked, you Nazi bastards. That's the... Or, or, or say nothing. Say nothing. Don't hit it with... Uh, why don't you do like a Kevin the Carrot Cake and we promise not to do a Keith? <laughs> Fuck off, Marks and Spencers. Keith the Carrot Cake. Is that the best your PR company can do? Because I imagine it's probably 14 of you sitting around a fucking massive table for days trying to cut with that response. Right, guys. Uh, Aldi's been a back and they've attacked us... Uh, this time they're, they're saying they want to raise money for cancer. What should we respond? Um, how about we say, why don't you make a Kevin the Carrot Cake and we won't make Keith? I fucking love it. Right, get it tweeted. Assholes. What What do we do now? Don't know. Go and buy a Cuthbert. Go and buy a Colin. Buy what you want. Do you know what we do? Here's what you do, right? Here's what you do. I've solved it. Fuck the lot of them. Take your money. Go to a local independent baker, and say to them, I was going to buy a Cuthbert the Caterpillar cake for my child's birthday, but instead I have come in here with this £5 and I would like to buy a cake of the same size from you, a small, independent patisserie. And do you know what they'll do? They'll fucking laugh you at the shop because good luck buying a cake at them for Fuck off. Right, I got a question um, on Twitter, actually, from Lewis Brown, and it made me laugh, and it said, uh, Morning, big man, what would be the worst buy one, get one free sale of all time? And uh, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. I think, do you know what it is? I think, see, because every time I go to the supermarket, I am terrible for things like, even the other day, <laughs> even the other day, what did the missus, I think he was buying toilet roll, right, 
and it was something like you get it in every single supermarket. Tesco is particularly bad for it, where it'll be things like buy seventeen of these and save pounds, save money, and you're like, we're saving money. So it was toilet roll, and I think it was something fucking mental, like thirty toilet rolls. But it just had, it just had the kind of the red number. And like there was, I don't even know how much it was, but there was like a line through it, and then it was something like twenty two. There was the twenty two quid, but well, it was twenty two quid, but so it must have been more than thirty totals. But I'm like, fuck it, let's just stock up. And then when you actually look at the stuff, you literally save like fifty pence. You literally save about fifty p. I do this all the time. I I will get caught into the you know buy three for five pounds, and I'm like fucking get three of them, man. And then you'll never even use three of them. You never even use one of them. And it works out like it's actually like £1.60 each or something like that. Right? Which is, is that three? It's less than a five, is it? £1.80, three, four pounds, it's less than a five. So, but you know what I mean? It works out that you save 10 pence by buying three or four of them. But in your head, you think, fuck it, I'm going to do that. And then you just end up with hundreds of the thing that you didn't actually want in the first place because you've been lured in by the power of marketing. Buy one, get one free. The worst thing you could get on a buy one, get one free, um, I don't know, wait, Johnny's? <laughs> I'm trying to think of things that I have bought that I, that I will never use. Salad is a big one. Obviously, the size of me, you know, I don't eat a lot of salad, but I buy, I, I often buy, like, very big bags. I'm talking, like, a kilo bag of, like, kale and spinach. And in fact, Kale was the last one. And it, oddly enough, it was a buy one, get one free. And here's the thing, right? Here's how here's how desperate they were to get rid of this shit. The bags were sellotaped together. So you never had a fucking choice in the matter. You were taking two bags. So I came home from the supermarket with two kilos of Kale. <laughs> and you know why? And I'll, I'll tell you for why. The last time I was in London, I went into a Whole Foods just off Leicester Square. And they had like a big buffet place in it, right? And you basically bought this box. And as much as you could fire out of this box, you got to eat, right? So I was fucking smashing shit out of this box, man. And I found a bag, or no, a bag. I found a, a bit in the salad bar, right? I was out of my depth, but it was like deep fried kale. Now, I know for a fact, my eyes were just drawn to the words deep fried in the salad bar. And I went, whatever that is, that'll do us. So I got this fried kale and stuffed it in my box and it was crispy and salty and delicious. And then I was in the supermarket and I remember thinking to myself, I know, I know what I'll do. I'll buy two kilos of kale and I'll go home and I'll make deep fried kale. <laughs> and I never did. Just the exact same as the spinach. It sat in the fridge, it went all mouldy and watery, it stank like fuck and then it got tossed in the bin. So that's that's the worst thing that I have bought on a, a buy one get one free. Um, other than that, mate, I don't know. Most things are pretty awful. I don't think there's ever been a good thing that's on a buy one get one free. Why did it ever do bevy? You know, why is it always the shit stuff? Why is it always like fucking mayonnaise or some spicy sauce or... Why is it never bevy? Why did you never get like buy 10 cans, get 10 cans free? Buy a bottle of wine, get a free bottle of wine? Why has that never happened? In these supermarkets. But Lewis, thanks for your question, mate. Good question. Get in touch. Tell me. 
what's the worst thing you've bought in a buy one get one free uh, and if you do have any questions um, <clears throat> drop us a message get in touch on the socials uh, Facebook it is Scott Gibson Comedy Instagram and Twitter at Big Scott Gibson I'll go to the website scottgibsoncomedy.com God I almost said .co.uk there but it's not it's bigscottgibson.com we've gone global and uh, drop a message and I'll read them out on the uh, on the podcast if you do enjoy the episodes, make sure you subscribe. Uh, please do leave uh, a five-star review if you can be asked. It helps us move up the charts and be seen by more when the podcast comes out. Share the links on your social media. Encourage people to listen. Um, we want to try and grow those numbers. And if you do enjoy the show and you want access to the extra content, uh, you can do that by becoming a rascal on Patreon. Uh, simply go to patreon.com forward slash Big Scott Gibson. Again, go to the website. All the links are on there if you do become a Patreon. It helps support the show, it helps the show grow, it helps me do uh, some exciting things with the show and you will get access to every episode of the Sunday Service, which is the Patreon-only podcast. You'll also get access to comedy albums and some other bits of goodies that are on there at this moment. Right, let's um, let's finish this one up. We're not going to get a chance to talk about the Super League, so we'll talk about that on Sunday. Uh, we are running out of time. Uh, let's finish off with this story that I've seen in the Metro uh, by uh, a journalist called Faye Brown and the headline is an absolute beauty. It reads, Butlins heiress banned from all pubs on Jersey for drunk attacks with wine glass. Oh my God, what a beauty. Um, an heiress to the Butlins holiday camp fortune. Is that a fortune? I would think that's probably, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe I am misjudging. Uh, an heiress to the Butlins Holiday Camp Fortune has been banned from pubs after smashing a glass in her friend's face in the name of Christ. Sasha Butlin. Her name's actually Butlin. Wow. Sasha Butlin, 23, who, can I say, looks like a cow. She looks like a tight lassie with glass on day. Uh, Sasha Butlin, 23, glassed uh, Thomas Henry Laversin du... De La Let me read that name again, because that can't be real. Sasha Butlin... Easy, 23, okay, glassed, Thomas Henry Le Vavasseur Dit Durel. 25, after drowning, uh, sorry, drowning, half a bottle of vodka at a club in St. Helier, Jersey. Um, she also slapped his girlfriend, Laura Du Roche, 22, in the face, shouted abuse, and flicked her middle finger. In the name of God, in the name of God! Down in a bottle of vodka, I can accept. Glassing a man, I can accept. Punching and verbally attacking his girlfriend, I can accept. But flicking your middle finger, you've crossed the line, Sasha. You've crossed the fucking line. When her friend, uh, Kayla Bullstrode, where are these names coming from? 23 tried to intervene. Butlin punched her so hard, uh, she was left with a nosebleed. Good God. Uh, following the attack on March 8th uh, last year, 2020, before lockdown, Butlin tried to leave the club but was stopped by door staff. Good, good, uh, respectable bouncers. The court heard she had blood on both her hands but denied wrongdoing when arrested by the police telling him, I didn't do anything, governor. Prosecutor Gillian Gollop described Butlin's attack as unprovoked, adding that she drank half a bottle of vodka that night. The high-end estate agent from St Helier admitted grave, grave and criminal assault and three counts of common assault. Advocate David Stenson mitigating claimed she had not released she was holding a glass 
when she flayed her arms, the son reported. Bartlett was sentenced to 240 hours of community service, banned from pubs in Jersey, and given a five-year restraining order. She is barred from seeing her victims and must pay a total of £3,100 compensation. Butlins declined to comment. Sasha's grandfather, Billy the Orange Bastard Butlin, sold his old holiday empire to the American company in 1972 for 40 million squidlies. So let's get this right. Let's get this right here. A posh, rich, middle-class cow gets into a pub, picks a fight with a man and his girlfriend, an innocent party, glasses the man, punches the bird, and then shouts obscenities at them before she's arrested. She's then found guilty of these crimes and she has to pay £3,100 in compensation and 240 hours community service. Now, can you imagine if little Tam McShugal down the estate, you know, or, for for example, uh, Sandra McGovern, her and Franco, they're out for a night out, they're out Monday, this coming weekend, right? Everything's lifted their back, Sandra and Franco back in the pubs again. You know, some woman walks past, she's a look at Franco, he's a fine specimen of a bam. Sandra's like, not in my fucking watch account, stands up, abuses the woman, punches her in the face, glasses her husband as he runs to her defence and storms from the nightclub. Do you think for a second... Sandra and Franco would be getting a fine, a 3100 compo in 240 years community service. I think not. Another fine example that justice can be bought in this country. So to you, Sasha Butland, uh, I say uh, two things. Uh, sort out your attitude and change your name. Because it's a fucking stupid name. If you're kicking about with all your pals, I've got mad names. Change your name, Butland. It's a boring name. There you go. Jersey seems like a hotbed of uh, of mad folk on a night out. Right, that's us. That's us done. Um, another episode finished. Seventy eight in the bag. Thank you for listening. Please do subscribe. Share it when it comes out. And uh, that's it. Back on Sunday for the Sunday service. We'll pick up stuff about the Super League then. Uh, what else have I got? Uh, Super League. Yes, we'll pick up that on Sunday's uh, Sunday service episode. If you want to listen to it, become a Patreon. Become a rascal. Patreon.com forward slash Big Scott Gibson. All the links are on the website. And uh, that's it. Stay safe. Look after yourself. Wash your hands and your arsehole. And soon, very soon, I hope to see you in a battlefield. Onwards. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns